Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman. Dude, I didn't know that he can walk. I like watch like. Ronnie Coleman. Oh, fucked up, dude. Yeah. I've been like watching like I'm thinking I'm like. Let me look up this Ronnie Coleman guy because I always like. This see, Ronnie like, Coleman guy. Stuff. This is Ronnie What's Coleman. Guy? <laughs> okay. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to True Dreamers Podcast. I'm your host today, Isaac Almaguer. I've been the host for the last three episodes just because I'm that fucking good at it. This guy fucking Fuck tearing his own horn. Shut up. I'm just good, dude. Everyone likes it. <laughs> the last three episodes have been like the best. Or the last two. Everyone he's referring to like his, his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> just kidding. Listen, 100% of the people I've asked, it's been like three people. His girlfriend. <laughs> right. Just well, kidding. So, when you ask for it, it'd be nice. Be yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But in general, exact, the numbers have been pretty good. So, you know, I'm just going to say I probably hooked the people in. With you're that good, said, you guys should probably know us by now if you're the OGs. Shout out to the OGs. But I'm here with Joaquin, Philip. unfortunately no Juan this weekend because he is uh, fighting fires like a bitch. So fuck that guy. <laughs> Why does he need to do his job? God damn it. Uh, also, we're here accompanied with my neighbor. Neighbor, yeah. Junior Magania. So he... Is a I guess you could call him a bodybuilder if that's what you want to call him. Uh, he's done a few shows in the back in in his days. Um, he's the one that got me into not lifting weights but into bodybuilding. I was already into lifting weights, and then this dude offered his gym to me for like a year or two, and then I just uh, kept denying him because <laughs> I liked my my local gym. And then eventually I was like, fuck it, COVID happened, and it was probably the greatest blessing at that point for me was because um. I found a really big reason why I wanted to get up every morning. It's because the COVID happened and uh, I couldn't go to my local gym. So I asked Junior if I could come over. He said, yeah. So I started coming over slowly but surely. I started working out with him. I started working out with this other dude. Um, You guys wouldn't know him, but he's Indian. He's a cool guy. Um, And that's kind of where it all started. I told Junior, I was like, dude, this shit fucks. Like Like bodybuilding is cool. Like, this is awesome. I'd never really experienced it like this. And then he's the one that told me just stop being scared of eating, stop being scared of training hard because I was always scared that I'd get hurt. I was always scared that I would get fat. Little did I know that I just made those changes with him. And, like, you don't know what training hard is until you train with Junior because that dude one made me want to um, not lift weights anymore. I was about to say that there's a big difference between just, like, couple sets 10 to 12 rest right i'd get nervous i'd get nervous versus you know hard when he gave me the program i was like what are all these fucking fancy words what the fuck's a widow maker (laughs) and then and then (laughs) i would go then i would go through it and i'd be like i don't ever want to do this again (laughs) then i would get nervous for the next time and then but i would still go through it every time and i'm just like fuck my life and then after i'd be done with it i'm like this is badass Mm -hmm. but i'd still not want to do it the next time Mm -hmm. i would still do it of course but yeah anyways long story short He's the one that gave me the reason why. So for a long time, I, I was like, "This is it. This is gonna be my. This is gonna be my passion." I recently kind of shifted my mindset a little bit. I still love bodybuilding. I'm still going to do it. I just, I'm not going to do it to the extreme anymore, or at least try to push the extreme limits, because I just have other things in plan now. But bodybuilding will still always be a part of my life because it got me through a time that I really needed it, and it opened it, a big door for you dude it did it, it helped me a lot change, i mean you remember how i was before it no oh, of course and then it just changed and because of you i'm 50 pounds later i look fucking awesome at least in my eyes you know i look in the mirror <laughs> and i'm like hey i look pretty damn good compared to you know my 100 pound body skinny little when short i met kid. him what were you weighing when what, we met? about about a little over 110 jesus fuck, dude. Yeah. 
today I weighed in at one fifty one. So it's like God damn, dude. It's uh, and I look better So it's like It's it's just those things Where it's like Not to be scared To push different limits You yeah, know I was right. scared That I'd get fat And in reality I just Gained A bunch of weight Without really getting fat At all So it's like mm-hmm. You know Again that's gonna vary From person to person But in my story That's That's what I was scared of And uh, Yeah no I just kept training hard Kept eating But Enough about me. I know. But the, yeah, the, people don't know who this guy listen, is. Listen, I just wow. wanted everyone to know what he did for me so they know that he's a good guy, okay? No, it, Anyways. It, it makes sense, dude, how you well, met him, right? I appreciate that. I really do. But I'm, uh, yeah, no, bodybuilding has fucking saved my life, too. I mean, I've said it, I've said it time and time again. Yeah. It's, it saved my life. I mean, I used to be completely introverted. I didn't talk to people, didn't know how to fucking communicate. Mm. And once I got up on stage... My whole fucking life just changed, man. I mean, career opportunities, people I meet, everything. And I've I've been able to help fucking hundreds of people now. Literally changed lives for the for the better. So awesome, I mean, if, for me, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I I I say I'd be dead without it. And when mm-hmm. I say dead, like my soul would be fucking dead. Like you don't have any. I have dying I would passion. Have nothing. I mean, that's it's. I get up at fucking four thirty or five every morning to fucking eat, sleep, shit, breathe, bodybuilding. Mm. I've I mean. My physique isn't, you know, you're never going to see me 270 fucking pounds on stage. That's just, I'm, I'm, I'm the downhill now, so fucking yeah, body's tearing down and everything. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm right now, I'm just, I'm fighting age, but I'm still hanging on, and it's just, I'm going to do it till the fucking wheels fall off or the Fuck fucking yeah, wheelchair's fucking broken or something. Mm-hmm, but yeah. it's what drives me, it's what keeps me going. And, and luckily, right now, it's, it's, it's gone from a passion to more of a livelihood now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm coaching people and then, you know, training people and I got a lot of things going. So it's been as much as it's kicked my ass, it's been really good to me. And I, I fucking love I mean, it. you're up in the business right now, right? Forced reps. Yeah, dude. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I'm not, I didn't know on purpose, but I just got so many of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So I like asking this question. So you're, you're saying, you know, bodybuilding's, of course, a passion of yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, like, from your background, what led to you actually picking up the weight and thinking of that way? Honestly, uh, I was just, the insecurities as a kid mm, i mean right. growing mm. up i mean i was in high school i, I was i graduated six two about a buck fifty and oh, you know wow. always mm-hmm. kind of in gangs and shit like that so always getting my ass whooped mm-hmm. and just you know being dirt poor all that crap just you grow up insecure it just it fucks with your head mm-hmm. yeah. so one day i just i was tired of getting my ass kicked just tired of being fucking skinny i hated my shadow and i said i'm gonna fucking pick up some weight to see what happens yeah i was i was 17 and then um my senior year and then I remember the first time we were, it was like a cut day or something, we were cutting somewhere. And I still remember the first time someone said that I made some changes. Like, what the fuck is this? This is badass. Yeah. Like, hey, your arm's yeah, looking right. bigger. I'm like, okay, right. okay. Feels so, good. So, yeah, it feels good. And then from there on, that's, it hasn't stopped since. Yeah, yeah. right. It's like addicting, yeah. huh? It's like you see your body change. And you're like, oh, I think I could do this better. And you look at it like a like a piece of art. A lot of people look at body and like, oh, the fucking meathead just goes in there, lift weights, no, and eat protein shakes. It's like, no, nah, like when you're, when you want to be good, or when you're competing like you were against these other guys like you gotta look in the mirror and realize what you need to work on you have to be really honest yeah you know so you have to be like okay it's almost like a piece of art you're like i gotta touch this part up and touch this part up and it's not like just one training session it's like it takes a long time it takes a long time it's a high speed marathon it's not you know you gotta fucking sprint your ass off and there's no fucking finish line and i always felt like bodybuilding was um from the beginning once i like really started like going at it it was like i felt like it was a lot harder than other sports in the sense of because you're always on you know every everything yeah, right. can change like a, in a a meal at a time or whatever it is that usually that really how do i explain it yeah it's honestly just more of like a mentally 
It's hard. not as lenient as other other it's sports not, are, to be honest. It's not. No. Because, like, what? Well, you're playing lenient. football. You have a bad day. You have a bad practice. Okay, I'm going to eat a bag of chips. Yeah. I deserve some ice cream. And then you if have you're, like, like, in the middle yeah. of prep in a bodybuilding show, you think you're going to get that ice cream See, or in bodybuilding, I see, like, that there's, like, an off-season and on-season. You know, for those that yeah, don't know, right. it's not really, like, football off-season or, mm-hmm. or soccer off-season. It's, like, where you just practice here and there. It's, like, no. The off-season just means that you're just able to lift a lot more weight and eat a lot more food so it's like you know exactly. you're going from what's called on season which is dieting where you're losing weight and you know lifting weights it's uh, i it's, mean it's pretty much the same year round the only yeah thing it's is the same thing it's just you have more food at one point yeah. i guess so it's yeah. like you never really stop the off season's not really an off that's where like, we make a progress in the yeah that's where that's you where make where like the game so you can't fuck it up you can't sit there and rest and not do shit that's where you exactly make the progress that's where all the changes happen and preseason, unless you're Kevin Lebron, pre-contest, yeah, unless you're Kevin Lebron, he's <laughs> <laughs> just fucking took six months off and back to training. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's where everything happens in the off-season. Pre-contest, it's just kind of where you just shed the whatever fat you put on, and hopefully you start cutting a few pounds of muscle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me just touch on one thing. You've you've mentioned me competing as in past tense. I'm not he, done, fucker. He's I'm not done. I'm not he's done. Not done. Fucker. I'm sorry. He's not done. He still has some. I, I have. I. I, I you got like one or two more. I right? got one or two more. This is year I'm gonna be a little bit ambitious. I did pretty good last year. I mm-hmm. did uh, three shows. Did pretty good in all of them. Actually, um, went to nationals. Got my ass kicked, of course. But this year I want to go for my uh, pro card in December for for masters in Fuck yeah. uh, classic. Nice. Disease, so, all right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Classic. So He's about to beat Chris Bumstead over here. <laughs> Take the crown. You don't from want him. this fucking smoke. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Takes the crown from Sebum. No. Oh. So yeah, I'm just I'm trying to get that done and then yeah. and then hang it up because yeah, my body's beat to shit. Mm. And, and it's not from the weightlifting. It's from just fucking shit mobility and not stretching out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. Do you do functional training? What the fuck is that? <laughs> no, I, I don't. No, no, no I don't. I, I wish I would have more. Dude. No, I wish right. I would have more in my in my younger years. Cause uh, right now I'm paying. It's for never it. too late. Yeah. I recently started doing it. Like only one day a week. It, I don't not CrossFit, but it's functional, <laughs> functional and fuckable. That's what we call I like it. that. I like that phrase better. Yeah, uh, not CrossFit. Yeah, I know that's, that's what uh, Seth Ferrasi is doing. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 functional and fuckable. Yeah. That's where we got it from. So we just copy him, kind of. But only one day a week. We don't do it all the time. But, anyways. Other than bodybuilding, from probably your youngin days, how was the upbringing for you? <laughs> I I mean, child of an immigrant basically. So mm-hmm. I grew up like every other freaking kid mm-hmm. in this area that's child of an immigrant. Um, yeah. right. Didn't have a summer. I mean, we picked peaches, all that stuff. Picked uh, uh, walnuts. You name it, I picked it. Uh, didn't have a Christmas break either. We went and you know worked out in the fields. Exactly. Uh, just grew up in a, in a farm with with my uh, mom and dad, and you know the only thing I knew was, and it's it's pretty cool because it translated to everything I do in life now. The only thing I knew was just work hard. Hard work. I, I didn't know shit else. I, I know people, that. I know people say it, but really that shit it resonated with me my whole life, man. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, you know, my dad's up at four thirty. Doesn't use a fucking alarm clock. Never use an alarm clock. And. Um, yeah, so that I mean, when you grow up with that, you're like, that's all you fucking know. Mm-hmm. So I apply that to school, mm-hmm. and you know, when I was in school, I I went to a school where it was I was like the only Mexican kid, the only fucking beaner there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I was like, shit. I made it a fucking point to be the baddest motherfucker when it came to my grades. Mm-hmm. So honestly, all the way through about my junior year, pretty much a 4.0 student, and just wanted to just hell yeah, hard work. I was I wanted to work harder than everybody else and just beat everybody else. So mm-hmm. I was always a little bit competitive with, with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, so at, at that point, the only outlet I knew was 
be fucking good at school. So yeah. I there was a couple math classes in high school, whereas I knew a guy was pretty smart. I was like, hey, I just want to beat him. Yeah. And I made it a goal to beat him every fucking time in math class, every time we took a test. And then uh, people could just apply that. Yeah, you can just do, you can apply that to anything, to one thing for five, ten fucking years. You got to be fucking extraordinary at it. Yeah. But you got to mm -hmm. just apply it. And then uh, junior, senior year, you know, senioritis happened, all that oh. shit. I got a little bit lazy, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I ended up going to college and uh, had kids, dropped out, went back, eventually finished with an accounting degree. Oh, nice. From uh, okay. University of Phoenix Online. And then um, that's it. Been married now. Hold on. 20 years. 20 years. 20 with, years. Yeah. 20 dude, that's some time under the belt right there. Yeah. I'm an old man, dude. I'm fucking 42. <laughs> I got married young. I got married real young. And then uh, three kids now. And then that's my life in a nutshell. I started bodybuilding. My first competition. I started old. I was 31. Mm -hmm. So that's old in bodybuilding. Mm, okay. Oh, that's I've when been, you started officially. That's competing. when I, that's my first competition. Because right. I've been weight, weightlifting since I was 17. Like yeah, I said right, earlier. right. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but uh, bodybuilding, I, I went to a show. One of my good friends did a show. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he won. And I was like, you know, I was excited as fuck for him. And I went up to, to shake his hand. He goes, all right, you're next. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And he was my mentor for a couple of years. And um. um Helped me for my first two shows, and then I never looked back. That's awesome. Never looked back. That's crazy. Busted my ass. I think it took five years. I got second place every fucking year. Wow. Till the fifth year, it's just everything just clicked and fucking first mm -hmm. place. And I haven't, haven't not gotten first since. So yeah. Oh, the second place wins was was always second place to the same guy or were there different people every time. Oh, different people. Okay. I, I think that even makes it fucking worse because you never know who's gonna show up. Yeah. So you think yeah, you're doing, yeah. you think you're doing you think your you're best, and then, and then you look fucking that sick. number you're one like, I pulls got this, up, and then some nutty ass fucking kid comes up, and you're just like, damn, damn, it's gotta work harder. Like, fuck, okay, yeah. let's just go home. But no, it's uh, no, you never know who's gonna show up, and okay. that's that's yeah. the beauty of it. You never know who's gonna show up, so you just got to make sure you're just outworking everybody. Yeah. Or at least trying to. Who would you say was your idol in bodybuilding when you were coming up? Lavroni. Lavroni? Yeah, yeah dude, you mentioned it. So I think underrated, he's got huh? the greatest fucking physique ever. And I just, he looked badass. I mean, Mr. I'm, I'm going like, to sound like a fucking fanboy, but he had like, in my opinion, the perfect fucking physique. I yeah. mean, his most muscular is just I was just else. about to say that yeah, most dude. muscular. I know most people probably don't know who we're talking about. We're talking about a really good bodybuilder that never really won at all. But he was super close. <laughs> uh, I, and I think, I think it's just his timing was. Well, the, the fact that he took four to six months after each. Do you think Olympia, so? I feel yeah. like if he would have kept, he probably would have gotten hurt more. Maybe. Maybe. But I'd like to say, think if he would have just put in an extra month. Maybe, huh? He would have been a little bit more peeled, a little Maybe. bit bigger. Yeah, Damn. You, you never mm -hmm. know. But yeah. Still has a good legacy behind him, but that's oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he competed at fucking 52 in the Olympia. No he got shit. his ass whooped, but crazy. he looked fucking great, yeah. Still to be up on stage that old, better than better than us. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. So thinking about today's bodybuilding versus like when you started, so maybe you know been like ten years, yeah. a little bit more than that. What do you think the difference has been? It's it's evolved dramatically. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are so much fucking bigger. It's a lot more mainstream now too. A lot more mainstream. Yeah, it's it's a lot more mainstream. I mean, you see guys like Seabum, what three or four million followers. Guys like Nick Man's. Walker, he's up to about a million. Mm -hmm. So it's Nick just, is wild. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. It, it's exploded. And then uh, so have the so have the open bodybuilders. They're just they're big as shit. And you know, it's an evolving sport like anything mm -hmm. else. Do you think it's yeah. uh, so? 
bodybuilding people that don't know it's it's a lot more dangerous because there's a lot more things that go into it like you're all you're pretty much always fighting that thrill you know at least when you're trying to reach those higher levels and you're trying to win these shows against you know 20 other dudes like you're going to do things that other people don't want to do and other people don't regularly do so this sport's freaky like there's just a lot of freak aspect to it these dudes are monsters all of them are kind of fucked up in the head a little bit because you have to be you have to be to win so it's pretty cool to see so what people who don't know you train really hard you know you train in like you train in like ways that are just i i never thought were really possible until i started doing them Mm -hmm. what made you have that type of like training method like you just like you were just like fuck it i'm doing everything hard or was there like a specific method to the madness that's a good fucking question. What made me do that? Honestly, just following uh, a bunch of really badass people and, and mm-hmm. following their methodologies and applying them. Um, a lot of the big guys you see, you know, they're not genetically gifted like most people think. So um, their training is just different. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and then me, I don't have great genetics, so I had to take that into consideration. So, yeah. Especially in your legs. but. <laughs> <laughs> and then like uh, like Joaquin said earlier, you know, a lot of a lot of the workouts are like three sets of ten or whatever. But at that point when you're doing just three or four sets of ten, you're not really pushing your body to, right. to do more than it's capable of. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to find that, that that point of okay, where am I good and where can I can I pass that fucking threshold or cross that threshold and just be better than good. Mm-hmm. So it and it took me a few years. I wish I had picked it up earlier because now you know I I think I adapted this maybe four years ago, mm-hmm. just uh, going all out and really it's it's come down to progressive overload, applying a little bit more mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. reps or more weight or whatever. I don't want to you know break down exactly what it is, but it's just progressive yeah. overload, a little bit better each time. So whatever you did the week before, just get a little bit better. Even if then, it's one rep, even if it's five pounds, right. it's like you just you know, have yeah. to keep improving. But once you get to a certain you know point you know where i at one point i was i was inclining 405 and it's not a lot of weight for some people but for me my body it's quite mm-hmm. a bit and mm-hmm. you know i got it for one or two reps and it's like next week i have to fucking beat it so you have to you know um get to that point in your fucking mind where like i'm gonna get that fucking rep or i'm gonna fucking die or i'm gonna fucking tear my chest or something but i'm gonna get the fucking fourth rep it's mm-hmm. a risk you have to take it's yeah. a risk you have to take and then uh i really think I don't want to get too into bodybuilding, but that's really the the best way to approach it as far as growth in a muscular way and a, mm-hmm. and a mental mental state too. You yeah. have to really progress in your fucking mind as well as your physique, and, and it's the only yeah. way you're gonna grow. It's the only way you're gonna be anything in the sport. Mm-hmm. A lot Dude. of people will get to that point where they're just like, "Oh, this is too heavy. Like, I, there's no way I'm gonna get it up without hurting myself." Until you get it up, you know, right. or it's like, damn, this fucking burns at 10. It's like, motherfucker, you got five more in you. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that point of like failure is where you have to go. Beyond failure. Yeah, yeah. beyond yeah. failure. Because yeah. there's that point where you, that's why it's good to have like a training partner. Oh, you yeah. know, that's yeah. what experiencing training with you definitely changed my my method. But yeah, there's a point where obviously there's failure and there's a point where the training partner makes you get five more when you didn't know you had five more, you know, mm-hmm. when you're sitting there and you're like, you fucking bitch. And then like it starts helping you up and I'm just, you're just like, God damn, I don't think I could get five more. And then you get five more and he's like five more and you're just like, I'm going to kill myself. Dude, that's so true. Like when you're wor- working out lone wolf and yeah. you're like, okay, I got five. As soon as you're at five and your, your brain's just telling you, no, I can't get another one. You're going to believe that. 
Yeah. But like you said, when you have that partner there, he's like, no, you're going to do two more, three more. And mm-hmm. you're like, wait, maybe I can. And you just start pushing it past yeah, failure, yeah. going crazy. Think also, for me, I think having that person there is kind of like, if it's kind of like a safeguard, like, if I can get it up, they'll help me get it up. But you shouldn't yeah. like use that as like a oh I can. Well, that's where do pushing me. beyond failure is. It's like yeah, like you probably literally couldn't get another one, but then they 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 help you, and it's like mm-hmm. then you push that beyond that limit, and it's like yeah. You know, and a lot of it is really in your fucking head. I mean, it's all I, in I your train head. Pe- yeah. I train people all day, and you just kind of touch the bar, and they're like, it, yeah. as soon as I get close, that shit gets lighter, and they're like, did you help me? I didn't even fucking touch it. It's just <laughs> in your head. Yeah. And then I will tell right. people, you know, for like I said, I say, okay, give me eight, and it's funny because they'll they'll fail right at eight. And then if I tell them, give me 12, they'll fucking fail at 12. So it's just, it's really, it, weightlifting's all in your head. Whether exactly. it's failure or beyond, you really got to be able to not let your mind control you and just say, fuck it, and just go for it. You Going know, off that, okay. I'm actually a, a huge believer on mindset. So I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. So being a 17-year-old kid, picking up the weights, how did that mindset, mindset of just bodybuilding and that passion, like, drive you and, and implement into your, like, other aspects of life? Okay. It took it took a lo- it took a long time to be honest with you, because at first I just like I said I just wanted to not be that skinny kid. Mm, okay. So I didn't really think much of it. It wasn't until I started um, competing that it really noticed that I it can change mm. every other aspect of my life. Right. Um, my first show was in 2011, and honestly, because I competed there, I I got my first really great paying job because the guy saw me compete and then i interviewed and it it turned out great Mm. so that's when i knew okay this 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 bodybuilding this way of life led me to this Mm -hmm. why don't i just keep applying it to every other thing that i do Mm -hmm. and then it's and then for the last 10 years i've been just really busting my ass off at everything i do and my life's just progressively just gotten better Mm -hmm. every year yeah i love that Awesome. That's awesome. Progressive overload in your own life. And everything. I've said that in my head so many times. You really have to apply that methodology to everything you fucking do, man. Dude, literally. Like, at, once I started doing that, because when I started training with you, I started realizing that, you know, not too long later that I was like, I could I can do this like other places. Like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I could do one more rep or five more pounds, it's like, I could, I don't know, like, clean one more dish at work or I can freaking make a sandwich a little bit better or you know because at the time i was working at like a sandwich shop but i could do everything just a little bit better Long every story time short go beyond the limits of others exactly yeah 100 mm-hmm. apply it to everything so you're we maybe actually talked about that last podcast just try yeah. <laughs> just try <laughs> right you know my, my thing is like i forgot where i saw this but it was like um i always think about this it's like you always think of the risk of trying and just wait till you see the risk of not trying you know oh right it usually goes into like mm-hmm. investing so like if you think risk or investing is like risky mm-hmm. wait or if you think no, you, you think investing right. yeah. yeah if you think investing is like expensive wait till you get the bill for not investing exactly you know so things like that and that goes into like real life so even investing in yourself that's where it counts and you know because like i said if you would have invested yourself a little bit harder in bodybuilding maybe 10 years earlier yeah. instead of you probably yeah. would have been 10 percent better yeah and, and i really i thought when I started, I was I was 100% into it. But mm-hmm. no, you you really not until you make sure that you're you're progressing every week. That's when you know you're really yeah. making those changes. Mm-hmm. I have a question to ask you. So I know we both we're both um, follow Fuad Abiyar, another you know he's retired now, yeah. but another bodybuilder that was pretty good. Um, there's been this debate that's been going on lately. This started not too long ago about bodybuilding mm-hmm. and like it being a skill. <laughs> What do you? Yeah. Th- what are you? What are your thoughts on that? Fuck. It's 
That's a good question. The like um, the day to day grind of bodybuilding, the twenty four seven aspect of it, mm-hmm. is a skill. You think that's like a mind mindset it, it, is a skill? It's a, it, yeah, it's a skill you have to develop. You, mm-hmm. You're not just gonna wake up one day, eat six meals a day, train religiously. Well, I shouldn't say religiously, but you know, train. They wake up at the same time, eat at the same time. You're not gonna wake up without some applied skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think like the knowledge of everything is a skill too? So like what to eat, when to eat it. Yeah, all, and, all that's uh, a skill. It's, it's a skill that you that you learn. Mm-hmm. You you, you, yeah. you pick up throughout the years of doing it. Mm-hmm. But as far as the actual weightlifting, no, it's, it's it's not a real skill. You, you don't think there's a like a better way to perform an exercise? There is a better there, there like, is a better way, but mm-hmm. and I think that's just if you're not Comes a naturally fucking kinda? dumbass. Yeah, your body's gonna pick it up naturally and fix itself exactly. throughout the course mm-hmm. of you know a year or two. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the day to day is a skill, I think so. Okay. Um, the actual competing and getting on stage, it's 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 not. It's yeah. a lot of fucking work. It's the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. but It's not a skill. That okay. is true. Like a lot of people can, you know, like over time get disciplined. If that makes sense. I feel like that's what. Yeah, discipline is in, a skill, in, in refer- reference. Yeah. Yeah, it's more I can, so I can agree with that. I never really saw bodybuilding as like a sport necessarily, like in terms of like throwing a football and kicking a ball. Because I played soccer, and I'll tell you, kicking a ball a certain way is a lot harder than um, than I guess lifting a weight a certain way. So that's how I always saw it. I was like, it's a lot harder to play. I think a sport and like the physical. Oh, right. How do you how do you even explain this? Like, I hand like a hand eye coordination kind of way. Mm-hmm. I really don't know how to explain it, but like I really, in, in really judging the- where to put a ball and like how to move it is yeah. a lot harder than lifting the weight. But in terms of like actual bodybuilding as being harder, I think bodybuilding has been harder for me to do than it was soccer for me to do. But an actual physical skill aspect, soccer was a lot harder than bodybuilding. Right. Well, cause like what you're saying, like the overall, like the skills used for bodybuilding, I, I shouldn't say like that, but like eat, work out and then cut. Like if you're in a prep, mm-hmm. right? I mean, for football, it's, it's much different. Yeah, it's you could just compare and balance skills. I think it's uh, I think it's a lot too too different to really compare. But yeah, right, right, right. Bodybuilding's hard as fuck. You know, it's hard as fuck. It's hard as fuck. Like, really hard as fuck. It is what it is. I don't care yeah. how skilled it is. It's hard. You know, like and, I said, I think that, the main skill is discipline. Yeah. What do you think is harder though, the the prep life or like the off season life? Where you're trying to the off season. Ooh, oh, really? I fucking love Ooh. prep, dude. Like I don't have an appetite to begin with, uh-huh. so I I, fucking, oh, yeah. I love being hungry, dude. I, I'd be bad. I honest to God, I'd love prep every. Now you got me started. That's where I fucking... <laughs> I love every aspect of it. Yeah. Seriously. And then throughout prep, you know, you're so disciplined in, in your training, your eating, that that's when you see the changes that we are talking about earlier. You know, right. your body's changing. You're fucking getting stronger. You're excited to see and, what you what you did, yeah, right? So there's the progress fucking you made. nothing like it, especially the last six weeks where you're fucking miserable and it's like you're, you're really seeing changes. You're fucking straight. Chest, clothes, everything's coming in. Grainy the, sandpaper it's, look. It's, yeah, it's the greatest fucking <laughs> thing in the world. So um, uh, as hard as that is, I mean, I've, I've done stints where I've been on the fucking treadmill three hours at a time in the morning, you know. Damn. And, uh, but you oh. fucking love that because you go to that dark place in your fucking mind and it's just, you know, you know, like you fucking know no one else is doing that shit. Mm-hmm. True. So there's one point at one point in the prep where, you know, I've been doing so fucking much. I'm going to fucking win. Mm-hmm. No one's going to fucking beat me because no one's getting up at fucking 3 a.m. to do fucking three hours of cardio. Nobody and there's fucking nothing like it. So I enjoy I enjoy the prep a lot more, dude. Like I, there's fucking nothing like it. And there's comes to a point, you know, where you really feel fucking invincible. Is you can do fucking lift right. anything, and and you can just fucking you can do nothing. That's gonna stop you. 
Mm-hmm. So you're going to win. But then after prep, you've put your body through so much fucking hell. It's, that's For me, that's when all my injuries mm-hmm. happen. It's like, fuck, okay, now I got to heal this and heal that. Yeah. I forgot what the fucking question was. You got me <laughs> I forgot I too, forgot. honestly. But anyways, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. think it was something along the line of, what do I enjoy more? Maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, do you enjoy off season? Oh yeah, or prep? yeah, off season or, or prep. Oh, I hate off season. Yeah, I yeah. fucking hate eating. I just like eating. I hate eating. Um, oh. Dude, honestly, just from you like talking about that and explaining that, like you learn so much about yourself when you're on that prep and just in those mm-hmm. like dark places where you really have to push yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. 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 I bodybuilding <laughs> has really showed me how to fucking grind. Grind. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the perfect word. It showed me how to just fucking Damn, be an all out better it. person in yeah. general. See, man. Dude, that's a crazy part about me, especially these people in prep. You know, it's like like you're grinding all the time. Like everything matters. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like you just go in there, do your workout, and you're like, okay, cool, ice bath, and sit, like, you know, just whatever. Nah, it's like, yeah. nah, dude, like, like you're, everything matters. You know, because as soon as you finish the workout, you're not done, dude. Oh, that's no. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the, not done. The only really, the only downtime you get during prep feels like when you're working out. That's the only time that's actually fucking, you know enjoyable you're not you eating get to, yeah <laughs> uh, the rest Sleep. of the time you're you fucking just, the rest of the time you're miserable you're either thinking about eating or you just sit there all day me yeah <laughs> no i used to but that just makes yeah. it worse so now i yeah. make sure i get up and walk I, you do those I, little walks yeah i do mm-hmm. those yeah. walks help a lot no being there just makes you think about shit mm-hmm. more and makes you hungrier so the, the best thing is is stay active during prep yeah, okay. it just keeps your mind busy. what about off season you just sit there no yeah. i try to keep it the same i, I really try to keep it the same year round yeah but off season, I end up, I always end up fucking yeah. up and just eating way too much junk food. And the question I had, um, so going from like you know the mindset you have when you're doing prep was like, oh, like you know you gotta think a certain way and then think even more beyond. Going from after like doing the show and everything, and then you go into off season. How does your mindset kind of like change from prep into that's, the off season? That, that's funny. That's actually the the hardest part. The transition. Just not not just for me, but for my family. You know, because when mm. it comes down to nitty gritty, I'm uh-huh. I'm absent the last eight weeks. You know, there's uh, damn you get tunnel vision, and mm-hmm. you know I've had this conversation with my wife plenty of times. You get that tunnel vision where I hate to say it, but really nothing else matters except yeah, that right. end date where you're 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 gonna win and you're gonna do whatever it takes. You're gonna neglect the kids, neglect the wife. It takes a special person to like deal. Yeah, with it that. takes you know, that's I'm a support le- system. Right yeah, there. And that's the thing. It takes a special person to, to be able to put up with that. And luckily, mm-hmm. you know, it's worked out great for me and my wife. Mm-hmm. But um, once you get to that that finish line, for me, it's boom, it's over, just like that. And then oh, uh, really? so all that neglect and all that shit that I've been doing, I'm ready to go in a hundred percent and you know become that loving oh, father. Okay. So there's no like transition. It's just straight. There is off of it, but not for, not for me, for my wife and kids. Oh, like, okay. okay. Who the fuck are you now? You've been <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks. You can't just jump. You're just in. an asshole. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really weird. It's night and day. You know, the competitions are usually on on Saturday, and then come Sunday morning, I'm this whole different person, and and that's really hard on them. For me, it's like okay, I'm back to normal, but they're like, it's normal, no, yeah, yeah. normal has been the last eight weeks for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's that's been the hardest part about bodybuilding, going from that, you know. Mm-hmm fucking tunnel vision to just letting everything loose and just back to normal is it like a slow progression going into like that like that okay i'm on normal to like tunnel vision kind of sense or is it like a all right it's time and you just like flip a switch a little bit of both a little bit of both because for Mm -hmm. me uh, the the switch is kind of always midway on you Mm -hmm. know you don't want to fuck up too much in the off season yeah so yeah once once the prep starts you just it's all the way on and that then that's it Mm-hmm. But you know it's always kind of on, okay. so you know there isn't much of a transition as as far as that goes. That was actually one of the questions. That's funny. I was going to ask you how it affected your family, like 
like mentally like do they just like hate you or do they understand now like you know uh, the, the first few years were were harder okay. first few years were harder uh, me and my wife like I said 20 years married never really never really the kind to argue but the only time I actually raised my voice with her was the first prep and really? she, you know oh. yes yeah, in 20 years <coughs> it's the only time I've raised my voice and it's a shitty feeling man but she didn't know what to expect I didn't know what to expect so um um it, it was different it got a little rough at times mm -hmm. but we've both adapted we've both gotten better at understanding what's going on yeah. even even myself i've i've learned to you know just tone it down a little bit not to be not, not be so fucking assertive and aggressive with the prep and exactly. not neglect them so much so yeah it, it's it's gotten better ten, 10 years of doing it you you mm -hmm. you learn to improve on things so you're your bodybuilder over 40 Yes, sir. And you got, you said you got about a year in the tank. This is probably yeah. the last one. Yeah. How My do you knees think got about a year in the tank. That's, <laughs> gotcha. that's why, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think the long, like, what do you plan to do for longevity? Like, what do you think the switch is going to be like as soon as you're like, damn, that was it? Like, that's the last one. Do you think it's going to be like that from prep to happy dad life? Like, where you're just like, okay, you know, like, this is time to just be on, like, a full time dad and a full time husband all the time? Or do you think it's going to be, like, really hard for you? No, um, I've thought about my training and my eating and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got think I got that figured out. I'm gonna do more of a. I, I don't know. I know this is what you asked. I'm do more of a carnivore approach, and okay. just really focus mm, on just just really bringing all the inflammation and just staying healthy and longevity and then longevity. you know undoing everything I've I've done for the last ten years. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as being like like a, a dad and all that, um, I th I think I'm I'm a pretty good dad husband for a majority of the time it really is just the last eight to ten weeks where yeah i'm kind of you know mm. dick mode and just forget everything mm -hmm. so um i don't think that's going to change much okay. at all yeah. I, I you know i do have other things in mind where i know it's going to occupy my time more but once bodybuilding's over I, i'm not going to be done with the sport so i'm always going to be occupied with it you always stay in it yeah mm-hmm that's awesome. Functional and fuck will you guys start doing that? You guys <laughs> start, start doing it. You guys start doing that CrossFit. Just kidding, don't do CrossFit. <laughs> so as far as bodybuilding like as as a sport and whole, obviously we know that there's there's people in the industry that use enhancements, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. Like you're gonna get those black sheep that obviously compete natural. Yeah. But just I wanna get like Freaks. your stance on things like some people are open about what they mm -hmm. take and some people like to keep it private. So like where do you stand on that? What do you what do you see as you don't have to tell us your stack or anything. Yeah, right. But just, <laughs> just it, 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 industry keep in general. It, I, it's part of the game. Yeah. So right. the, yeah. the people that want to keep it private, I, I yeah. respect that. But at the same time, you know, if if a kid asks me, I'm going to be transparent with them mm -hmm. and, and not lead them in the wrong direction and, and not lie to them and not bullshit them. Yeah, right. So, no, I, it's part of the game. And you got to do what you got to do to win. And. Honestly, I'm going to be, you know, really transparent here. My first show, I, like I said, I didn't win my first five years. And the reason I won my first show was because I went all in with, with, I mean, the gear and everything. Mm -hmm. That's when I said, fuck it. I'm throwing everything into this prep and, and I'm going to win. So some people don't need to do that. You know, the genetically gifted, mm -hmm. you know, um, you got guys that turn pro natural. Right. Then you got, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you got guys fucking like me that, you know, I busted my ass off for a decade. Nothing happened. So, you know, right. you have to throw take it to the, the next level. kitchen sink at it and just do what you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, it's, 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 uh, some people that are, you know, private about it. That's, that's their choice. People that are open about it. That's, that's their choice as well. Right. I mean, 
the majority the truth is it's it's part of the sport and um, right. a lot of people that say they don't do it are lying yeah right yeah, yeah. So. i feel like especially recently a lot it's it's becoming more like normalized i guess it's, is the word i'm looking for they're they're con mm. or they're just more like open I think about more it more people realize I mean? that your favorite bodybuilder or your favorite little influencer is probably not natural yeah, yeah. exactly i think like people are starting to, starting to click into their head like you if can't you think get chris bump natural. says natural get get your fucking head out of your ass he's right. not natural you know but i think things have changed a lot more since then in the sense of like less gear yeah i think a lot of people are taking less than they probably were realizing that it you know more isn't always better mm -hmm. I, I think true the smarter people are taking less yeah you're right there's still else. people out here that they're are probably still, taking three still, grams of trend they're still idiots they're still yeah guys who want a shortcut mm -hmm. who don't haven't done the research who just i mean i talk to people a lot about this and it's just it's fucking nightmares one now. thing that i hear a lot is like people say the gear doesn't necessarily make everything easier it actually adds more stress like you a need lot a, more complexity there's too. a lot more things that it's like adding more things to the equation right yeah uh, you yeah. think it's harder since you like started using other things in your bodybuilding career it's harder with with uh with the uh, you know fact that no, it's not harder. It's because you have to bodybuilding in general, natural or enhanced. You have to fucking give it your all. Yeah, training, right. dieting. So just adding gear into it doesn't change anything. Doesn't change the fact that you okay. have to train less hard. You have to train just as hard. Um, so no, it doesn't. That, doesn't make yeah. it harder. Hence, That's, you do have to like you know eat more. Also, it does depending on what you take. Mm -hmm. Of course, it affects your emotions, mm -hmm. which affects you know life at home. You can go way more in depth on that too. Yeah, right. but I, mean, I always tell lot. people um, it brings out the the worst in you and it brings out the best in you. Yeah. You know, just just psychologically, if you're not ready for it, if you're unstable, it's gonna fuck you up. I mean, I I've, I've been coaching people yeah. now for over a decade, and I've seen marriages fail because of the instability. And Damn, you know, all that shit. So it's just it's real. I think it's one of those things where like you know how people are like, oh, like you're roid rage or whatever. I think it's one of those mm -hmm. things where if you're already an asshole, this is just gonna make you even more, make of, an you asshole. more yeah, of an right. asshole. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. Just know who you are and be smart about it. I mean, I'm definitely not going to condone it, but I'm just saying, right. like, if you're going to do something, make sure you go through someone that actually knows what the fuck they're doing instead of before you stick some random chemical in yeah. your yeah, body. Dude, exactly, yeah, dude, exactly. Because the reason I asked that question is because not too long ago, I saw this thing on YouTube. It was like, 15-year-old takes trend. And, like, it's I just wish they were more, like, open about it. People yeah. know, you know? Yeah. And, and are definitely knowledgeable about it. You know, so getting off the gear topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good segment. I, you know, again, coming toward the end of your career, uh, at what point did you really like, did you know that this was the max you would go? Like, at what point of your career were you like, this is probably the most muscle I'm going to hold? Like, pretty much like your, your genetic Peak. potential. Mm -hmm. Or do you think you never really got to hit that? I never got to hit that because I did most of it myself. There was a lot of ups and downs, a lot of yeah. fucking everything. You up. started late. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like started late. So I never really got to hit that. So I was always, till about two years ago, I was kind of chasing that. Mm -hmm. And then that's where I realized, you know what? I'm, I'm 38 now. It, it's not going to happen. So just kind of focus on staying healthy and just do what you can for the next mm -hmm. few years. Okay. That's a hard realization, though, because yeah, I know you want it so fucking man. bad. Even now, it's yeah. like I still... Fight it, man. I can make one more push and put on, you know, 10 right. pounds if I really want to. Mm -hmm. Nah, next year he's going to be like, ah, I can do it again. Yeah, it's it Yeah, that's, it fucks with your head. It, yeah. it really does. You get, it's just like, you have to know, though, you have to set that, for me, mm -hmm. that limit of, okay, this is when it's going to happen, you know, and, and that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, it's, it's getting close and it's, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But it's, okay. it's getting, the closer it gets, the more, mm -hmm. the more scared I am of the unknown. 
what oh, happens after. Yeah. Right. It's gonna be a hard transition. It's gonna be fucking something hard, you love man. to like just. Yeah, and then and then crazy. also like I'm building that gym like I told you and mm-hmm. like you well, you know already and it's yeah. like, do I want to keep building this gym even though I'm not gonna keep training this hard? And so it's like all that you have to take into consideration and and like, it's a fucking it's a mind fuck. Yeah. Like why am I doing all this if I'm gonna call it quits in a year or so? At the same time, you do yeah, like yeah, it's like I would consider like your life like you do have like a legacy behind you though. You still put in all that work. You still right, everyone around here knows the stage dude. and competed. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I've right. ever gone anywhere and not someone not know Junior. It's like every right. single day, I, like I see like a like someone going into the gym because I work at a gym with a four strap shirt and I'm like, oh, you know Junior? And they're like, yeah, he trains me. I'm like, of course he fucking does. God <laughs> and, damn it. and you know what? That's pretty cool to hear that. that yeah. really because. When I first started competing, I wanted it's out of insecurities, like I mm-hmm. talked about, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to prove that I belong up there, you know. Yeah. But to 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 hear that, it's it's pretty fucking cool. I've I've gone beyond that. Yeah, that is pretty cool. So you have a apparel or supplement company? Is like, it, what is uh, Force Rep? It's a train. You, you can explain. It. No, you can explain. It. It's your it's, business. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a coaching company. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So cool. I started, I started coaching after my first uh, show. You know, I, I had buddies asking me for help, so I started helping them out, and then. More people asked for help, and then I realized people weren't taking it serious. So I was like, yeah. fuck that. All this free help for nothing. So I started charging people to coach oh, yeah. them, mm-hmm. and it turned out to uh, what it is now. It's, it's force rep uh, coaching, and then uh, I apply that, you know, progressive overload to that, you know, just right. force rep mentality. Nice. And then, uh, it's it's, it's been good that. to me. It's been good to me. So I'm, uh, cool. I coach people. I train people. I got the apparel, and, uh, and I got a few things in the works. What's your service area? Like you, Sutter? No, right now it's I uh, got people all all over the country. Nice, oh, that's really? coaching, okay. coaching, yeah. It's force rep, force rep, It's been good to me, man. It's 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 been good to me, but I'm uh, at the same time I've always had a pretty good job slash career that I, that I do like right. bodybuilding is my full time thing. So I've I've always been scared to just pull the trigger and go all in on it. Oh, I, I see. think yeah. that I'm I'm at that point now where I'm just kind of ready to just go all in on it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's the, always that fear of like, fuck. Is this what really? if? Yeah, yeah what the what if? Yeah. But you know, we can't we can't live in that fear. So yeah, I'm thinking in the, in the next within the next year or so, I want to be in the the, the the spot where I can just depend on this and that's it, and I don't need grow the business. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. Having people Hoping touch new weights, that. touch new weights, touch that's new it, man. fucking weights. That, that's yeah. how I live my life, man. Mm-hmm. I even put that on my belt. I saw that shit. Touch that new weights. Badass, <laughs> So, out of all these years of bodybuilding, what has been your, I guess, your favorite off-season? Or how far have you pushed in off-season? Have you just gotten, like, fat as fuck? Yeah. Uh, 280 is the heaviest I've gotten. Oh, God. Yeah. You're two. probably freaking nose bleeding when you go to the Dude, it shoes was, Yeah, and it was fucking bad. <laughs> oh, Back yeah. then, I think I was 20, no, 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 33, 34 maybe, and I didn't know shit about health. Mm-hmm. I was just, I wanted to get fucking big. So, I mean, I was getting nosebleeds. My blood pressure was fucking through the roof. Damn. <laughs> but I was strong as shit, dude. Yeah. I was strong mm-hmm. as shit. So, I'm, uh, I was 280. I ended up competing at, check this out, I think at 218. So, that's a fucking 62 pound drop. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, not you're fat. I'll show you the, the picture later. I was fat oh as my fuck, God, dude, dude. The before and after. Yeah. We do get pretty fucking lean, you know, so, you, you know, straight to glutes. There's that picture in your gym, you know, yeah. with, that, with that biggest quote. Is that Roosevelt quote? Yeah. Who, who's yeah, Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt Man quote. in the arena. Yeah. Changed my fucking life, dude. You look sick, dude. Yeah, that was, that was a good mm-hmm. picture, but. Yeah, so no, you got the, the story behind that is I was ready to quit 
bodybuilding after not winning for four or five years. I was, wow. I, it was yeah. fucking defeating, man. Like, yeah. you go all in and then you get your ass whooped. It's like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And so I was really, I was really kind of quits because you know yeah. I wasn't gonna keep doing the fucking gear and all that for yeah. second fucking place because second place fucking sucks, dude. Mm -hmm. It fucking haunts you. Trust me. And there's still some times where like I should have won. I should have won this one. I should have won that one. There's like yeah. two or three that I was like, fuck it. So it haunts you. Anyway, so one one night um, in 2015, um, I was sitting with Mimi, my wife, and she just she just read it to me. The man in the arena. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, I started. It's a good crying. ass quote. Yeah. Oh, changed my. And I started crying because it just it hit hard. Like, and I'm not gonna recite the quote, but it's a long it, ass quote. It, yeah, it's a long read quote. Read it. You know, it's not the critic that counts all that shit. It's fucking great. It changed my life. And then the next day at dinner, my my kid, he was uh, 14 at the time. He said, man, Dad, in Spanish, Dad, I, I swear I've been praying every night for you to win. And then hearing that quote and hearing him say that, it just flipped. You're like, I'm not stopping. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 no yeah, way. You know, I, right. I, I actually promised him. I said, I'm going to do everything possible to win. The next day I woke up at uh, 3 in the morning, did fucking uh, two hours of cardio, and increased it to three hours. And then Damn. that was four weeks and never looked back, dude. That changed my fucking chills. life. Ooh. Yeah, changed That's my real. fucking life, man. I, so I got it fucking plastered on my back right now. Man, he literally right has that whole ass quote on, the, what is it, your left side? Is it the left the or right? right side? Yeah. Right side, yeah, right, right side. The whole yeah. right side is back. First tattoo, I went all in, man. Fucking <laughs> 11 fucking hours. I had no idea it would take that long. That's damn. A good one. Yeah, dude. I mean, damn, that sucks for that dude. I mean, he probably got paid. But, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. he fucked up, dude. Really? Boy. Because when I went in there, I was like, how long would, you know, just I, how long would it take? How much money? Blah, blah. He's like, ah, it'll take probably about four hours, so let's do uh, 500. I'm like, okay, that's, that's not bad. Damn. Fucking eight hours into it, he's like, dude, it's going to take longer. I'm okay, so what's that mean? So I'm going to charge you more. I'm going to go for it. And he ended up charging me 600. So it was still a deal, dude. Yeah, yeah, for yeah that is. And it came out like fucking flawless, dude. Yeah. Damn. Oh, I thought you made it fucked up like that. Yeah, like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, he it came out flawless. Dude. He just he had to charge you like 100 bucks extra. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, usually they charge like one fifty an hour. Yeah, for this it was like sixty bucks an hour, so he fucked up. Yeah, yeah. he gave me a lot more. But that's okay. on him. So yeah, yeah. But I fucking love Probably it. Probably yeah. proud of it. Man of his word, though. Oh yeah. 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 That. yeah. So going back, I feel like it'd be safe to say that the only thing you would change would be like really going all in sooner. So like instead of start like actually starting competing later, mm -hmm. probably really getting into it and pushing those limits earlier in your your lifting life. Yeah. And, you know, competing was always in the back of my head. Uh -huh. It was from when I started, uh, you know, weight training, early 20s. And I just never really pulled the trigger just because of finances, because it is fucking expensive. Mm -hmm. And just, just, just fear. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would, that's, if I had one regret, it would be that. Start sooner. Start sooner. Start don't sooner, don't yeah. fuck around and just wait. Shoot, I still want to compete one day. I mean, right. definitely not going to push any, like, crazy limits, taking any gear. But, like... Competing one day would be cool. Just, just seeing, a step on stage. Just seeing what's underneath, you know. I mean, yeah. obviously, I have a certain, like, goal weight before I do something like that because I feel like I'm just way too small right now. <laughs> You're but always going to be too small unless you fucking do it. Yeah, You're I know, gonna man. You just don't want to step on stage at 100 pounds. Yeah, so uh, it's like, oh, shit. So maybe one day, but I definitely want to do it one day just to feel it, you know, because at the end of the day, it's bodybuilding helped me through so much that I want to see what, what I could bring one day. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. So, in one word, if possible, maybe two, define bodybuilding to you. Everything. That was Damn. easy. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Short and sweet. Yeah. That, just, that just shows you, man. 
Yeah, it's, deep. it's like you guys really like it. Really fucking saved me, dude. It, yeah, it's everything. Real. It's done every every. Where I'm at right now is because I decided to step on stage that one day. Yeah, it is. So it means everything awesome. to me. Mm-hmm. I think what people can take from this is like literally just put your heart and soul into something, and right. it's it's going to happen eventually. You know, I think God opened certain doors for a reason. This was His door, and He took it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's brought in places. So it's like God's gonna open up a door that you just need to. You just need to take and be like, all right, I'm going to go all in yeah, and right. actually just do it. And bodybuilding is just like one industry in the whole fitness, you know, like realm. There's so, so many like, things you could do now. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to just bodybuild. You know, there's all these little pretty boy influencers. Like, go ahead and do that too. You know, they get paid. They get fucking they, they paid, get paid, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, just go ahead and do it. But just apply these things that he's been saying to your daily life. Like you were talking about, you know, hard work from the the beginning which we didn't really touch too much on like you know your parents were immigrants Mm -hmm. you know you could say that they kind of that those hard times we talked about this last week those hard times created better times for you oh you 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 took those times and created better times for Mm -hmm. your kid Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure you hope that your kids can create even better times for your grandchildren yeah in that progression of the life cycle progressive overload of family generations Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Progressive like overload. That. Yeah, that's I mean, that shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, put that, that on a shirt. That's where we're at. We grew up with literally nothing, and now we have a pretty good life, and you know, I'm hoping you know, my kids do better and their kids do mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Planted the roots. Now you just got to sprout. Yeah. Exactly. That family tree. Mm-hmm. That's badass, dude. So since, you know, I like asking this to, not to calling you old, but I like asking this to wiser old. people. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. you know, especially because, I mean, there's an over 20-year difference between us two, so looking back at this younger generation especially because you have a you have a kid that's my age yeah you're mm-hmm. pretty much my age yeah looking back at this younger generation compared to the generation you grew up in what do you think is the major difference and what advice would you give to these younger generation kids the, see the thing is i i'm different than my generation because i think we're different than our generation yeah, you know, yeah. it's like because uh, all the kids i went to school with didn't grow up children of immigrants didn't wake up at five in the morning on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that, res- with that regard, it's different because we did shit out of necessity. Right. So yeah, we oh, had okay. to survive. We, we really deep. were fighting to survive. I mean, there was nights where I went to bed fucking hungry. Yeah. You know, Damn. um, this generation is never going to know that. Right. Um, very rare. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I knew that in order to, for us to not be hungry, I'd have to go there and pick peaches like my fucking life depended on it. I sucked mm-hmm. at it, but I had to pick like my life depended on it just because yeah. so, it literally mm-hmm. did. Yeah. They're not going to know that. So that, 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 that's the big separation between me and my kids. Exactly. And, and then me and you also, you're not going to know that. I don't, mm-hmm. You never knew that. You never had to go through that. Mm-hmm. You know, you never knew hunger the way I did. So I can sit there and say that this generation is softer, but that's not the case they're um better off they don't have the necessity that i had so um everything i did was out of really a fucking need to not die you know that's that's crazy that's that's so um i don't want to say we're tougher we 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 were put in that situation where we it was it was you had no choice you had no fucking choice um i fucking hated it i wish it wasn't like that but it made me what i am today it made me Mm -hmm. a fucking unstoppable fucking human um and i don't think either of you were ever going to have that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm not, you guys aren't going to have that mentality 
where you've literally been rock bottom. No, that's very true. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. That's, very true. Yeah. that's what we explained that last time is like that we never really felt true like adversity ad- right. yeah adversity like we never felt that like yeah there's hard times there's gonna be a grind for sure like we work our asses off for what we do but there's never been a point where i feel like we you know i think you out of all of us probably had more of that kind of experience right. um but none of us really had to provide for our families at a young age like our parents mm-hmm. like my parents you know they mm-hmm. they had to provide for their families at a young age it's like to me looking back at that it's like something that i just could appreciate so much and that's where i've gotten it from like I never had to do those type of things, but I was able, fortunate enough to be able to see mm-hmm. what they had to do yeah. and understand that I was like, holy fuck, like, I wouldn't be here right now if, like, my grandpa never literally risked his life, you know, It's that perspective that really changes everything. Yeah, it's looking at it saying that, like, what the fuck, why would I be this selfish little fucking kid that would take all that for granted, exactly. you know? Yeah. It's like, that's why I don't like looking at, because there's other people that grew up like me where like you know their parents were immigrants and like not that i had a hard life but like they also didn't have a hard life and they're just take it for granted and they become little pieces of shit mm-hmm. you know instead of looking at what their parents did and like oh wow like like i'm not gonna take that sacrifice like for granted like i'm gonna i'm create gonna, do, those I'm gonna do something yeah you know i'm gonna mm-hmm. create those better times so that's kind of where i'm at right now but you're right man i've yeah. i've never felt going Dude, to bed i, I hungry. constantly show appreciation I, I constantly feed that gratitude because exactly i'm not gonna lie i wasn't perfect like as a, as a teenager i think it's normal to like give your parents crap and go through that rebel stage yeah but like mm-hmm. looking back at it now like some of the things i said and how i acted i'm like fuck dude like it's almost embarrassing it like, is, I, yeah. I can't believe i did half the things i did but you know i i had that too i had, I had <clears throat> I was a trouble team too. Yeah, so right. it, it's it's part of the the territory. It's part of the part of growing up. And I think I think every team goes through something, you know, like that. Right. Where you know they're gonna rebel. It, it just depends on like whether how you how you come out of that stage. Yeah. If you come out so of that stage. So true. There's people already just still haven't came out of that stage. Yeah. Like there's people my age still haven't come out of that stage. So. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy to me. Damn, dude. Well, adversity, bodybuilding. And then now you're old. I've been in a nutshell, and now I'm old and, 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 you're fucking and old and crippled. trying not to break too much. Like, <laughs> like I said, I did legs yesterday, and my knees right now. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I wouldn't That's like funny. to. Damn. Dude, I'm basically an old guy, too. Everything always hurts for me. My knees always. You know, it's funny. Oh, this fucking hurts. Earlier, earlier, I heard you say that you didn't want to lift heavy because you, you didn't want to get hurt. Yeah. And then you start lifting heavy, and I was like, "Fuck, this guy's been hurt." This, you know, he hurt his fucking groin, he hurt his fucking knee, he hurt his shoulder. But I don't like, think fuck, I, li- I fucked I him up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't change that shit for at the 19. fucking world, dude. I wouldn't change that shit at all because it was it was worth it. <laughs> so let me. Why, why are you so injury prone, dude? At your at your age, because I really bro, didn't start getting fucked up till thirty four. I think 35. it might be I don't know maybe a genetic thing. I've never seen any for milk, dude. Fuck, <laughs> I've never. I try, train a lot. Of, I train a lot of kids too. I've never seen anyone. I mean, I, you saw what honestly, I threw Carmel on through during prep. He's just, he, this dude is fucking to, nutty, You're not supposed dude. to get fucking hurt at that age. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know, man. It, and you it had might, serious injuries, too. It might be an, a genetic thing. I don't know if my body just wasn't be. meant to take this, but I don't care because I'm going to keep fucking doing it. Yeah. So it's like, but I, I have no idea because I've never seen any of my past family members push those limits, you know, in terms of like weightlifting, of course. Right. Maybe I was meant to just uh have short white hips to bend down and pick peaches or I mean <laughs> pick, pick strawberries or whatever no it makes name. sense I was like dude you're 19 why are you doing like five warm ups what the fuck are you doing exactly right <laughs> this dude gets mad because I warm up for like 30 minutes I'm like dude because I'm gonna fucking tear something you know like oh, yeah, dude. see I'm, I'm the other end like I'm, I'm grateful that I have good genetics but like, dude one two warm ups perfectly my fine small I'm golden joints, I'm right. ready I'm just gonna say if you need one or two warmups, you're probably not training hard enough. What did I'm I say, motherfucker? Say it right now, you see my workouts, bro. 
Well, there's, there's, there's. I do your workouts. Yeah, but you don't do them like me. Oh, stop right now. Okay. We'll, we'll go to the gym right that's now. That's what I'm saying. Dude, we'll I, I, there's, right a gym, there's a gym literally 20 feet. <laughs> Fuck it, let's do it. Right 20 now. feet, bro. <laughs> this guy. No, I, I yeah. really think to, for you, again, you train differently. Mm-hmm. But for our style of training, you know, the, the heavy the heavy loads the muscle is going to take, it needs to be warmed up mm-hmm. big time. Yeah, there's right? no, no way. No matter what age. Because, I mean, you're not going to go, you know, I, you know like my, my bench used to be, you know, four or whatever. I'm not going to go from the bar to 405 pounds yeah true two sets true yeah. i'll tell you the times i've hurt myself i probably were the days i cut my warm-up short and the time when you looked the wrong way doing the fucking fucking the groin yeah fucker. that was my fault I was oh yeah like turning to check the weight i had to check the weight but I need, to you can't check after you couldn't fucking check after i, I needed that's what was, you did that's how you i needed to know if i was going to do three to warm up or if i was going to go all the way okay this i needed clown. to know i wasn't ready then like drop the weight then yeah, you could have gone so many different ways. For yeah, you, you I could have. What were you doing, squatting? No, I no, was doing the doing the dick machine, dude. Yeah, the, <laughs> the glizzy crusher, bro. I was doing the glizzy crusher. crusher. Yeah, the sus. <laughs> exactly, dude. The sus machine. That's how I fucked mine up too. Yeah, that's okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it. I still had fun. But yeah, so, dude, I, training the way you train has really, really helped me and applied a lot of other things to my life and has helped me a lot. I don't think I've really ever told you that. But yeah, you're literally coming into your gym and changed my life. I have to hear that. Dude. Seriously. Yeah. No, I'm glad. And the gym's still there, dude. You know, yeah. you know it is. You know, I know we all have the lives and you're busy. I'm busy, but it's still there, dude. I remember oh, I being know. in middle school and like walking around seeing Gonzo working out in his gym. We were just like young. Well, you would come heads. over and like hang yeah. out, yeah. We well, I was like, like, dude, your neighbor's fucking massive. I'm Look at that guy. guy. I'm just you like, yeah, no, my neighbor. <laughs> oh, I, don't, shit, I don't really dude. care. Wait, so how old are you right now? You're fucking young then. Nineteen. Oh motherfucker. Yeah. You're 20 now? I'm ni- I'm still 19. You're still 19? Yeah. Still You've been 19 since I met you four years ago, dude. <laughs> 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 right. That's oh, shit. Either. This dude's the oldest right here, 20. 20? Yeah, yeah, 20. I'm going on 21 in December. Oh, damn. Old yeah, still, you old <laughs> That's crazy. We've been neighbors for, what, seven years now? Man, I was in sixth grade when I moved here, so. Were you in sixth grade? I was in sixth grade Son when I moved bitch. here. Yeah, wow. I know. I remember. Yeah, Damn. Now you remember. Feel old, dude. I remember Fuck. your youngest being like, like super small. We were all playing basketball together and stuff. And, you know, I was like, your yeah, your youngest might have been my little brother's age right now. I don't know. He was little. I, that's all I remember. No, yeah, we used to play basketball together. Older. You too? Yeah, we would all, all play in front. I'll yeah, dunk on over, everybody. He would come over and play because I was like the tallest one, so I just start dunking on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Uh, all I know is we were good. a lot younger, man. That, that, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Dude. It goes by quick, dude. Time does fly, yeah. It makes you appreciate it a lot more. So, what are your plans going on from here? Main life. goals. Life. Like, what do you, like, what do you have goals for? Like I said, I I want to take this force rep coaching. Mm. Make it something big. Make it something big. Mm-hmm. It just I time? want it to to be where I I don't need to depend on my job. My job. Okay. Yes. I I do. What's the I goal, man? Fucking hate it. What's the goal? Yeah. 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 Do you yeah, think like other than coaching, like you want to build something else? Like maybe, I don't know, like. Some bodybuilders they go into like um like the supplement kind of um aspect or maybe like mm-hmm. I know you said you wanted to build your own gym yeah um so I know that's a work in progress but like is there anything else besides like building the company do you think the company would be anything like bigger than just coaching yeah yeah I, w- I want it to be a brand in its okay. own so yeah so yeah the supplements definitely um uh, the apparel the coaching the personal training I actually have an app coming out soon okay hell it's, yeah it's for, for, that's cool I still haven't figured out if it's gonna be for clients. I haven't figured out the logistics of it, but it, it's in the works. So, um, okay. um, yeah, it's, it's going to have the ability for, you know, clients or whatever to go in there, type in their age, weight, all that shit, and 
you know, make their own diet and it's going to nice. be able to chart your workouts. You can track everything so you can make sure you're progressing or not. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I got a, a few things in the works. Okay. But again, everything just costs a lot of fucking money. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 You mean, got the name down, dude. For sure. That sounds pretty badass. It's a badass name, huh? It is. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah. it's, it's all of my life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Final question. Why? Your calves so small. <laughs> 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 I just need to know, no, no. man. Out of out of out of twenty years, why are your calves so He's small? He's like, drop my gum. I, 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 I can sit there and say it's bad genetics, but the fact is, I fucking. You just don't them. fucking train them. <laughs> I've never and seen when, you when train calves ever. When I do train them, they get sore as fuck. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I gotta keep this. They're so fucking sore. I don't want to do it ever again. That's so, funny. Oh, no, yeah. it it is, it is what it is, dude. <laughs> but genetics too. Yeah. I mean, I know people that fucking squat and get big calves from just fucking squatting. So yeah, get those calf implants. <laughs> Those are always Objective is simple. But if, yeah, you know, I, I've done okay in bodybuilding now. So without without the big calves, so that's funny. Dude. I just like busting your balls no, about that. You no, never, okay. you never hit calves. I'm the only one that <laughs> uses those calf machines. Just, <laughs> but they're there though. <laughs> they're there. <laughs> they're there. <laughs> that's yeah, funny. All right, dude. To wrap it up, I just want to thank you for coming. I yeah. really appreciate you coming over at this time of the morning and hanging out with us. You know, fucking young and young and kids sharing you know. your amazing story man exactly no, thank, man. Awesome. thank you guys yeah. yeah great story great upbringing you know the american dream right there right <laughs> whatever that means you know yeah. like i said thank you so much we appreciate you and uh thank you for listening to the podcast man no man yeah no thank you guys you know i'm uh appreciate being on here and just sharing my story dude. yeah i remember that text you sent me the other week and you're i was like oh you listen so like cool and then <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah, I told you, this guy <laughs> this guy sends me he's like so who's dick to have to suck to get on the show and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so that still needs to go down um anyways uh thank you everybody all the listeners for listening to the podcast and like uh like always we're the two gymmers we're out thank peace. you peace